All right, greetings podcast listeners and welcome to the season one finale of my Shot of Life podcast. This is an exciting day. 25 episodes in the can. Um, Down the toilet. Well, I guess, do we not count? No, we, we do count episode zero because if you all recall and you're listening to this every week like you should be or every other week as this is coming out, we missed episode 10. Totally It's did. gone, but we have episode zero, so that, you know, that's 25 count them up um this is one of your co-hosts and his name is victor he's in front of me actually that's me i'm victor and then the other one is steven no one likes you so don't fret ladies and gentlemen this is just season one um season two will be in production fairly soon coming Um, at you we seem to be or we're going to try to operate on a, a consistent schedule but we have other things that we want to do and not other things as in work because you know everyone does that every day uh we have other entertainment we want to bring to you we have some fun things planned for this week's episode where we're discussing modern day media that's right just like this podcast man yeah i mean this is this is today's media this is where everybody's getting their news from yes. my shot of life yes sir yeah <laughs> i like that how it has changed so how this media has changed over time, how it impacts our thoughts and individual others' thoughts and decisions. Because we know how big media has been in the past, how big it, or how much it continues to grow um, now with the spoken word of random individuals such as ourselves and what little influence us and other parties have on, uh, on the populace. So it's going to be a very interesting topic to talk about. We dug deep into our brain cells and tried to recall and give you like a, a pretty good episode sure did we'll be rounding out today's episode with our special bourbon which is old forester kentucky straight bourbon whiskey known as the statesman the statesman that's right so uh this is 95 proof and made by old forester oh buddy we haven't had did we have some last episode I think I we don't did. recall. I think so. We've had uh, three different types. This is our third type of Old Forester. I've got two more in the bank for season two. Okay. And there's one that I have been on the hunt for for quite some time, but North Carolina is not a forgiving place to be a alcoholic bourbon <laughs> bourbon connoisseur. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I wonder if it's any cheaper in Kentucky. It's not that it's expensive in north carolina it's that it's so heavily regulated that oh. they don't carry the availability is not yeah. quite there yeah oh the kingsman golden circle i didn't even notice this so if you've watched the movie the kingsman golden circle this is uh some of the beverage that they have in the is it yeah there's oh. all right uh should i go ahead and talk about it before we start sipping sure all right so if you, if you watch the kingsman the golden circle not a sponsor You'll notice that there is a the English version of kind of like 007, right? So uh, I don't know what what is their group of people called? The MI six. No, no, that's Mission Impossible, isn't it? <laughs> MI six, isn't that? What I don't know. Now we don't know what we're talking about. This is gonna be a great episode. Um, so there is the there is the Kingsman, which is in I think uh, England, and then in Kentucky there are the Statesmen, and they're the intelligence agency um that works in works for the united states from kentucky so this named after the statesman called the statesman old forester there you go quick lesson 
a little bit about media, a little bit about movies. How about that? And let's go ahead and take a sip. I know that our ice melted a little bit. It does make reference in the little tag on the bottle to drink it neat, but... Oh, really? That's not how I like my bourbon. I like this right now, though. It's pretty good. Pretty tasty. Tough on the back end, but... Yeah, a little bit. Solid. It's got a nice aroma and full flavor. Okay, so after we talk about the whiskey, we'll talk about our last segment. I'm sorry, our last final... our. Let me get this. Can you talk? Can let me, you? Let me can get. You, I, I can read it. Yeah. Can you read it? I, I guess I should just read it. Yeah. So later, after the whiskey, we will present our final, and by final, this is it, guys, ladies and gentlemen, this is it. No the more last one. Toilet talk. The last one. Uh, in season two, we'll have a new recurring segment for our listeners, which we'll talk about a little bit more um, later on in the podcast. And then our last official segment of the episode versus you've heard it. Um, you you come, love it. You come for it. You love it. You know, you send us mail all the time asking us to do these things. That's right. Uh, we'll be discussing our hour and to wrap things up. <laughs> <laughs> just read. Just read. What, what, the was the, what is the verse? What is the verse? <laughs> but so today's verses is going to be Marvel versus DC. Hello. So the fanboys unite and they fight to the death. That's right. Along with some the... people take this stuff seriously. So today we're gonna go deep. We're gonna go deep into what makes each hashtag uh, deep universe. Hashtag moist. What do you want to call it? Each type of S- well, yeah, universe. Except well, they have multi- well, yeah, yeah. It's a universe. They have multiple, multiple uni- dimensions. Universi. Is it right? Universes? They have universes or they have dimensions? I don't know. Great like question. Earth three fifty seven. Is that a universe or that's it's Rick and Morty? Yeah, well, C one thirty seven. Thirty seven. Okay, well, you you know what the what's on deck today? Um, let's go ahead. <laughs> blah, blah 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 blah. Let's go ahead and get into it. Let's do it. Let's do it. Okay, so today we're talking about modern day media, and before we even get into modern day, let's go ahead and talk about how, or at least Vic, what you think, what you think of whenever you think of modern day media. I think of politics. When I think of modern day media, I think of That's true, yeah, it comes right garbage and trash and Do you think of like quick little divisiveness and divisiveness? You can pronounce it either way. Okay. And bad things. That's what I think of media. By bad things, what do you mean? By bad things, I mean like that's what you hear. You know, like you watching the you watching you were watching watching (laughs) you watching the local news, right? And it's like, this person was murdered, and this person was found dead, and this drug kills people. And this one and kid like, won the spelling bee. Yeah, it's like one <laughs> story per night you yeah. get that's like, dog saved from horrible owner, or dog amazing, and I love dogs. I love dogs. You know, I, I so mean... So they give you the good and the bad? Yeah, but it's mostly bad. That's, that's no, what I'm is. getting at. It is. Um, and the weather, that's important. Well, I think today's news, and if we're talking about... Uh, I guess big media branches. It's more of the sound bite, right? So if you can get a, a nice thirty-second clip, that's going to be on our headline that someone could just pop in online and watch a clip of after a two-minute-long ad, mind you. 
yep. on CNN. I mean, that's that's how the news is now, right? Like, they ask you a question, you have to have a concise and noteworthy response, or else you're a soundbite for people to pick on. They're like, oh, let's, we're going to bash this guy. He said something in 30 seconds, which generally should probably take minutes to explain or or even hours to dive into a certain topic, but they right. want to get what you know a lot of people call talking heads because, I mean, when you're looking at the TV, that's all it is, right? I thought that was a band. Camera, the dirty heads? Talking heads. I don't know, maybe. But the talking heads are whenever the TV goes into like a little box, right? And so you have a little box for the guy. You got Don Lemon and Rick Funkles and... Uh, what's the guy? Condoleezza Rice. Condoleezza, that's that's a girl. Um, and then Bill Maurer and uh, what's the guy who is on got Fox fired? Is? Yeah, that guy. Bill yeah. O'Reilly. Yeah, Bill O'Reilly. That's what I was thinking <laughs> of. I was trying to, I was trying to throw like Democrats and Republicans. Um, uh, and then you have all their heads, and then they just like blah 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 blah, and then one other person's like, oh, I'm I'm yelling over you, and then that's I'm yelling over you, and then no one's listening, and so someone's always yelling. Uh, you know, before the other person even finishes their statement, right? For real. But that's, I mean, that's what I think of, at least. And that's very frustrating. Oh, but I agree. That's how the news has been. And Vic, uh, what do you think has caused that to be, like, why, I guess, why... I think it's been, this is so, you know, it's a big deal. Uh, there's been more of a focus on it with the whole fake news movement these days. I think that you know, as Trump came through the ranks of the political party uh, and, you know, made his way to the presidency, citing these fake news, these fake reports, you know, it really called into question uh, a lot of the accuracy of what the media is presenting. And from my perspective, it wasn't, you know, the accuracy of what these media companies were presenting it was more of the the overall presentation uh that really got me going and kind of shaped the modern view of media i guess mm -hmm. so you, know, you didn't have this thought before before the before, election cycle i would say before, before the election cycle i don't want to say i was ignorant but i was a little more ignorant <laughs> um in the sense of like you know, how I described the news being sad all the time. Like, I, I watch the local news for the weather, for traffic updates, for reports on what's going on around my area. And, you know, I would do finance and stock articles and things like that. Nothing crazy about, you know, the political spectrum. So that's what I kind of used the news outlets for. But then, you know, the whole getting involved in politics thing happened when I started to go to college, I was old enough to vote and started paying more attention to what's going on in the world and kind of opened my eyes to what is going on with these different news companies and what they're presenting and seeing how awful they are on, on both yeah. sides. I mean, yeah. it's just like ridiculous what they tend to choose to report on and the way that they report on it. Um, Let's keep in mind that these, uh, these new media outlets are owned by billionaires right people who can definitely relate to us at my shot of life because, exactly you know, we're in the same you know we get the same issues like you know your co your cocaine run runs dry oh yeah that's <laughs> awful I, I don't know you know what someone who's a billionaire is going through 
and and they don't know the troubles of being a middle class American or even a lower class or an upper class or even a lower upper upper class or whatever. They're they're in beyond. They're they're mm. in this outside the stratosphere, you know. Um, but they, uh, I, I feel like, and I don't know. Obviously, I'm I'm out of this, but to speculate, they probably either have some say or they they could probably have some sort of agenda that they want to push. You know, at the end of the day. You have stockholders that you want to pay off, or you want to make sure the value of the company stays within a certain thing, a certain amount. You want to make sure your viewership's up. People are watching your station so you can sell ads. You're making money, blah, blah, blah. Like, it all makes sense, right? So you want people to come to your TV station. And then you also have your own agenda because you want to push the information that you feel is... To cut you a little bit short. So what you feel is important, you know? Yeah. Um, do you think that's the problem? You know, um, the, these companies are companies. They're for profit. They are in business to make money. Do you think that's part of the contributing factor to what these people are producing, uh, the content, and the way that they're they are distributing it to the masses? Uh, I I do, and I say that because BuzzFeed is a thing, right? BuzzFeed, gross. I mean, when you start off making lists, and you're like, okay, people like lists, and then. We're going to make tons and tons of lists. 26 things millennials like to touch. In the 90s. And then it's like, you know. Reptar. Reptar and what was it? Gak and stuff. Uh, yeah. Tommy's Pickle. Tommy Pickles. <laughs> My God. Um, you're. I mean, you're right, though. So they have, well, they have the lists, and then they'll have, then they realize, okay, well, you know, clickbait articles... People like that because, like, they read they read the headline. They're like, "Oh, I gotta read this because you know, what is my character? What is you know what what are the top ten things in the '90s mm-hmm. that kids liked or Which whatever?" Power Ranger, am I? Yeah, and then it turns into ar- like actual articles. We're like, okay, we're, we can pop, we can uh, we can cover popular culture, and then how big is Kim Kardashian's ass? We measured it, you know, <laughs> uh, on a Monday, and then compare it to a Friday, and then you're like, okay, well, how big was it? What's the disparity? I don't know. These are the things the people want to know. This, yeah, this is the stuff you find on Yahoo News. The um, best news site. It's a little... I think that was the issue, right? So when you see... And I don't I don't know much about what the... Because I'm like you. Whenever I was in college, I, I got bigger into reading more political um, structured articles and um, that sort of information. When I was in high school, I didn't give a crap. Why would I give a crap? Whenever you start, when you're able to vote, you almost have this duty or you feel like you have a duty and then people kind of press pressure you a little bit because it's like, oh, you're 18 years old now. You know, you have a duty to vote for your country and do what's right. Um, and when you're that young, you know, you're easily persuaded. I'm getting way off the point anyways. The, the point is like I started reading articles and getting more into that stuff when I was younger and I didn't know enough about history and, and – uh, economics and you know social issues to even really have a say like as an 18 year old you don't know anything you you know absolutely nothing but you think you know everything you right think, you think you do and i think that's know. the issue is like when you're in high school you're like i know everything and you get into college and you're like slowly realizing that you know nothing right and then you graduate from college and then you have a degree and you're thinking how do i have this degree i didn't learn anything in college i still know nothing uh, which, in reality, you, you did learn. You don't really know how to apply it until you get into the real world, right? Yeah. 
Uh, and then you start figuring out that you know some things and you kind of weave your way in and out of what you know and what you feel comfortable with. But then you still know that there's, or you still are aware that there's all of these areas that you haven't touched on or you're not comfortable digging into because you honestly have been so, maybe not really isolated, but well, maybe it is isolated, you know? All we did was learn accounting and business-related stuff. Mm. I know a little bit of, I mean, I know ethics. I don't know much about philosophy, but I've been trying to learn more well, in the past couple of years. Yeah, I think that depends, too, where you kind of put yourself. I mean, I tried taking as many classes as I could. Uh, where I went to undergrad, it was a liberal arts education, liberal arts school. Obviously, I went to the business school there, but they still pride themselves on uh, providing well-rounded educations for their students. And so I took the philosophy courses. I took the science courses. I, you know, as electives, you know, when I could, I was taking psychology. I took actually two semesters of philosophy because I found it so interesting. You now, know? when you, I don't want to uh, interrupt you too much, but when you went to those courses, did you actually care to attend and learn? From yes, those? Okay. because I found those interesting. If I had to do things, I mean, they were required courses uh, in a sense, but you still were able to choose like from a listing of required yeah. courses. And so when I took philosophy, I did not think at all. I, I started, I just started reading, you know, and uh, it was okay. But then I started actually doing well in the class. And so after I started doing well, I started taking it more seriously. And there was this really attractive girl who wanted to be my study partner because she was so she wasn't doing well in the class and so i was more than happy to help but her name was ariel she was beautiful and italian isn't that the name of the little mermaid sure is but she was better than the little mermaid because she was real and had legs not fins everyone's real in vr anyway uh and then psychology like also had a hot professor for psychology that's not the point. The point is I found it interesting, you know, especially in business, you know, you're going to work with people and then people are going to be your clients. Mm -hmm. So it's important to understand how the mind works and how people will react to certain things. And so understanding psychological behaviors was fascinating to me. That's something that when I was working up in D.C. for a while, the mecca of news and politics, I had to take the metro for... Uh, you know, like half an hour every day to get to the client. And that was my time. I had a psychology 101 book and I was just reading through it on the trains. Like, you know, that's what I find interesting. That stuff is of. very interesting though. But it's important um, to kind of feed into another one of our topics here is like, what is the responsibility of the end user? You know, you have these companies that are put, spitting out content, one to their liking, you know, to, to support their ideology and then also their business you know they have to appease their shareholders as you mentioned before and you know stakeholders within the company so they have to make the title of the article convincing enough that you would want to read it and right. the material within it good enough that you'd want to come back and read more stuff but hopefully. yeah and, and getting into you know i took the responsibility on my end to learn more about the topics that i was unfamiliar with and that goes the same way with my media consumption. You know, if I find something on the internet that, uh, you know, you read the article and you're like, okay, this is kind of interesting or this is really stupid, you know, is it? One, is it interesting? Is it stupid? You know, you don't know until you actually read the article. And then after that, it is, I think, in my opinion, up to you to further your knowledge on the, the subject matter. You know, you can't, you can't just read that one article and have your entire opinion, you know, 
formed. So yeah, based do off you, of that, the, do you go along with that line of thinking that you know it is the responsibility of the end user to further investigate uh, the media that they're consuming, or is it the responsibility of the media to be more uh, unbiased, unbiased and fair, and present and, as much information as possible? Yeah, present you know factual, unspun information. Ideally, I think that would be the best solution, and I only say that because we already don't have enough time as it is to to dig through. And and this is something I really wanted to bring up was, you know, how much do you read the news every day? Not not that much, right? Uh, and then you probably pop in while you're at work, and you'll read like an article or two, or oh, you'll yeah. see a headline. Again, most might, of it finance related. Yeah, and yeah. you might read like a a paragraph or a couple. You might read the whole thing, um, and then. Your responsibility at that point would be, okay, now, you know, CSNBC, or is that the, the business? CSN, MSNBC. MSNBC has an article here. Do I need to go somewhere else and read to see if this is pretty consistent viewpoint, across, you know, on another uh, outlet or another newspaper or whatever, what have you? I mean, who has the time, really? Ideally, if you want to learn about a subject, that's the best thing to do is, like, make sure you're covering your bases, you're reading multiple places maybe even places that you think would be conflicting wikipedia to start for sure <laughs> that's where you're going to get 99 percent of your information <laughs> and then read the sources no the issue is that you you read an article and you consume the information and then you think okay <clears throat> okay i have the information now is that is that everything and then do i have time to even worry about digging any deeper than this and what now if someone does that, so if I read an article and then, you know, I, I take that information for what it is, you know, maybe maybe even weigh it in your in yourself internally and say, you know, I think, this, you know, this sounds right, it sounds good, maybe it's 80% right, I don't know, 90 if you feel confident or something like that. But I would maybe even advise not to fully, like, remember who's writing the news you know, what company is it with? And then is there a potential that this individual, remember this is a individual person, has a bias. Like everyone has biases. You're not going to eliminate that completely. It's nearly impossible. And so even whenever they write such a great article, and, you know, I've read articles that I felt were very unbiased, but, you know, at the end of the day, if you know more about the subject, you could probably nitpick it a little bit and say, you know, there's some couple things that they said that were choice. I guess what I'm trying to say is be a little a little bit skeptical and then don't never go out unless you've researched the topic well enough, don't go out in public and then start preaching the word like you know it. That's the big the big problem is that you read something and that's gospel and you're like, Well, I read that article online, so you know it's you know, Jeff Bezos is a trillionaire. I don't know what you're talking about. I, I saw it on so and so and it's like, Well, you can ask someone, Hey, do you know if did you read that one article? Is is there something else like what am i missing yeah Yeah. what am i missing being inquisitive and skeptical like you mentioned definitely the best approach so i think we can both kind of conclude that it would be really nice if our media outlets were more unbiased and kind of presented things you know more fairly that's not going to happen and so there is kind of this responsibility to be aware that that's the case yeah i think that's and the uh, fairest thing if you do. do want to become more informed on a subject you should listen to our podcast on that subject <laughs> because we and then research. and then 
go out into the world and explore more yeah. uh, from from <laughs> multiple sources. Send us emails and tell us how wrong we were. Oh, absolutely. And I think that can lead us into our next topic. Well, actually, I want to bring up how much of everything do you need to know? So Zero things. So you need to know up front that you will in your lifetime know point zero 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 one percent of all of the knowledge in the world so you need to take on the world with that in your mind like you're not going to catch up and you're like oh i got so much reading to do because you're not gonna you're not gonna catch up but and there's things that you can eliminate from your life you don't need to know anything about the kardashians or anything about demi lovato or you know there you go you see all the the pop-up ads from like entertainment or you read this article you may like this or it's people in atlanta georgia you can lower your mortgage rate oh yeah the sponsored at the end of the article yeah so the word i was going to use is prioritize yeah i think but what do you prioritize is the issue right i keep saying the issue the issue like there's just the overarching issue it's it's one problem in a in a series of problems is that you don't know how much you should read for one subject and then you also don't know how much how many subjects you actually need to know stuff about do i need to know everything that a political candidate is in favor of and against every mm-hmm. every little thing mm-hmm. everything or everything that i think is important or do i need to know uh what laws are being passed in in my state every time that comes around is it my duty to know that all the time i don't think it's necessarily responsibility i I just think you know it's a better way to kind of live life listening being open to listening to what is going on around you and then my idea of prioritizing you know things that directly affect me like for us and this is kind of an off the topic example you know studying accounting we had to take required tax courses right so when we were studying individual tax, I found it interesting and I paid attention and I wanted to learn more because that stuff will impact me at some point in my life. Like I could potentially access these tax credits or these whatever, different discounts or whatever on my taxes, the, the important things. But then we got into corporate and partnership and you know business tax and that just i was immediately turned off so my prioritizing of information that i was taking in you know went to the individual tax because it directly impacted me whereas corporate tax no i I did not want to learn it i was not going to use it necessarily i have you know a basic knowledge that i need to perform the work that i am doing for my job but you know other than that didn't didn't want to listen i don't have time for that but with with other things i mean and it doesn't even have to be political but even like newsworthy things uh part of it is deciding you mentioned the kardashians and demi lovato earlier and like popular culture stuff it's not necessary at all for you to get involved with that for you to keep on top of what's going yeah, on with that people love it dude yeah and people, people love to love talk it. about it but it's not something that's gonna better it do- you it doesn't but i'm not even saying that though even when when there's if you if you throw that whole thing away right throw popular culture pop culture out of the way and it's going to be tough because you have music you have movies i mean i'm a huge movie fan and that's one big part of my life so just say that I'm, i start prioritizing things so if you're saying to an individual here's how here's like a three-step process or whatever here's how we're going to start making sure you're getting getting informed on the right subjects 
Eliminate all the pop culture. Okay, none of that stuff. No video games, nothing. All right. So now do I start with, do I stay in touch with politics? Do I listen to business all the time so I can invest in stock, so I can look out for my future? Do I deal with uh, what's going on in the healthcare industry because, you know, I have a sick family or like I have someone in my family who's sick and I'm looking out for them in the future. Uh, technology. I mean, there's there's so many categories. There's so much information. A, where do you start? And then B, like how far do you dig? Because you got so much other digging. You have one hole that you started here and then you have, you know, 50 other ones that yeah. you just put your shovel in the ground. There's plenty of options. You can go an inch deep and a mile wide or a mile deep and an inch wide. Exactly. And yeah. do you want to specialize in knowing one thing? I mean, that's what—that's really what overwhelms me in our society at this point because it's tough to make that decision. It is tough to make that decision, and you know, you get blasted for not knowing something that someone else thinks is important is, is really important, mm-hmm. right? And you know, obviously, people's opinions are and a prob- problematic. Just having someone thinking that everyone should be on on your on base with you like keeping up with what you keep up with right and that's uh where i mentioned earlier listening that's you know if you're not informed on a subject and even if you're not interested it's important to listen to what someone else has to say if if it comes up in conversation you know don't just say oh i'm not interested in that you know learn don't be ignorant yeah you know you don't have to retain the knowledge necessarily you just have to understand and and that's what our society lacks is the ability to listen and to empathize with other people and to understand you know why people think the way they do they're just being fed this constant you know message from the same media that's who they follow they go align with one specific uh you know media outlet and that that's it that's all you get i i talked to someone recently and they told me that the only reason they got back into politics was because their friends were talking about it and they felt they were left out in conversations because they didn't know anything what was going on. And it is, I mean, politics is one of those things that as I've gotten older, I've found is more important. I used to think it, you know, wasn't a big deal and didn't impact me really that much. But, you know, it's something that is extremely important, getting to know what's going on around you and how it impacts you and affects you. And I'm sure it makes a bigger difference when you start having a family an even more impactful difference whenever you have a family and you're worried about the safety and care of, you know, your family. And they say there's some saying that you're a Democrat until you're 28 and then you're a conservative after you start having a family. I don't well, know, I just turned catchy, 28. It's a more catchy thing than that. but uh, And I don't have a family. Well, I mean, uh, of my own. I have parents and... A brother oh, and stuff. Yeah. You know what I meant, though. When yeah. you start having kids and you yeah. start worrying about the safety of them, then you start becoming more conservative. I don't know what the name of that's called. Some some phrase I heard the other day. Um, Google it. I'll Google it. But uh, that's just a small thing I want to throw in. And so that's kind of the chunkiness of like what we were getting at today with exploring modern-day media is that it is almost politically divided at this point. It is, and we went back and forth uh, Stephen was finally figured out what the word I was referring to was with echo chamber. Um, that was the word that I was looking for is that people who align with certain political ideologies tune in. If you're liberal, you listen to CNN. If you are conservative, you listen to Fox News, and that's it. You don't bother exploring or investigating what other people think. You are locked into those news channels 
And because they know as a business they can tap into those specific markets, they're going to play to them. Fox News is one of the most disgusting and vile networks I have ever listened to. It is hilarious. If you're looking for a good joke, watch Fox News because it is funny. It is remarkable at how like ignorant these people are. Um, and CNN, you know, similarly, they definitely spout off, you know, nonsense half the time with dialing in on what they can report on. And that's exactly it. They know they can get and hit their target audience and let them hear what they want to hear by picking on Donald Trump. That's it. That's all they do. That's all CNN is anymore. Natural disasters. But I know people will watch that. It's, it's, that's the thing. They're playing to the business side of it, which is yep. horrible. But it uh, is. and that's that's news. That's 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 all I'm going to say now. Um, Stephen, where are you getting your news these days? Oh man, you're going to think this is really weird. And and I know it has a bias. And people are going to judge Bart. me. No, absolutely not. No, people are going to judge the me. Onion. No, <laughs> that might be even more real than real <laughs> life. Uh, Drudge Report. I, I'll sometimes <laughs> go on there now. Keep in mind, I go on there and I'll see what the headlines are called. And have you ever been to Drudge Report? Never. It is it is right leaning, leaning um, or now I, I say leaning because they post articles from essentially the ideas that this guy Matt Drudge puts together this super basic website. If you pull it up, it's it's a blank white background, and then it just has links to articles, and then it has pictures, and it has the headline, or it has. Uh, a quote from the article and you can click on it and it, it has the uh, hot link that goes straight to the article and I can see there's like outrage stuff in it sometimes you can tell the guy's very religious and you can tell that he's he's more conservative than he is liberal um, and you can tell I mean you tell that based off of the the content and the articles um, but I happen to read some stuff on there and then it it sends me over to NBC, CBS, or no, CNN. Sorry. C- uh, yeah, even CNN. It goes everywhere, right? Uh, even like the Daily Caller, and you know, is that a thing? Yeah, is that yeah, is that from it's, The Simpsons? Nope. So I I don't go there all the time, but I do go on there to see, kind of catch up and see what's going on on that realm. I I don't go on CNN ever. Um, mm. I was never a big CNN person because my stepdad loved CNN, and I thought I would kill myself if I had to keep seeing it i just couldn't handle i mean i saw that at a younger age i saw how ridiculous and there's no getting a point across it was just madness it seemed they were just talking the same thing the whole time yeah there's well there's actually this really good um documentary where this guy follows his dad uh he pretty much documents his dad so his dad was this blue collar worker he retired started watching fox news a lot and then you notice how racist he starts becoming i noticed that a little bit with my stepdad he didn't become racist it's just that he would get more angry he was watching cnn though. he was watching cnn well it's just mm. the fact that he was watching news all the time mm. and then it and the news is outrage news that's all that is because again we talked about that's how you get viewership is that you make an outrage and then everyone's like oh i can't i just got watched cnn a, a little bit ago and i saw this crazy stuff i can't believe all this nonsense and Tax returns. And it tells you, it demonizes everything, whatever Mm. it is. No, there's never enough good stuff that comes in. It's always bad all the time. And that's, for me, why I stopped watching the news entirely. Like, I'll read stuff, but I will not watch anything. Hell no, dude. I'm out of it. 
So I, I've gone on Drudge Report. I started going on The Atlantic, hmm. which seems to be very articulately written articles. Um, it seems slightly left of the aisle, but not so much. It's not like The Guardian. I'll get on The Guardian sometimes, and those articles, whew, they're rough. Gross. Have you have you been on there before? I mean, I've gone through links to articles on The Guardian and New York Times and yeah. you know a lot of legitimate left-leaning yeah and i think i think the news source is is uh originally it probably has has been left-leaning a little bit or like or um i guess what i'm trying to say is journal journalists tend to lean a little bit left yeah. which is which is fine but they but they tend to present like the new york times presents a pretty good picture of the status of something mm. so where would you normally get your news at Twitter. And you, in, in all seriousness, I BBC and Twitter are my two. I check BBC maybe two or three times a day. Um, and I would say 50% of the time I check BBC because of something I saw on Twitter. Uh, to like va- to a, validate it? Like a, a major news story will break and people will be tweeting about it. And that's when I'll go to BBC because they normally cover it. They normally cover it from an unbiased, fair opinion uh, that may be slightly left-leaning, but for the most part remains in the middle because they don't have a dog in the fight necessarily. So you're saying big news that comes out of the United States, not just international. Yeah, I, I mean, international it, it's international news. too, but you know, if it's a big enough story, they'll have, they have a, an entire page that's U.S. and Canada. So, right. I mean, they have all the good stuff on there, but yeah, it's, that's, where I view my responsibility. My responsibility is not to take Twitter at 100% of what people's opinions are. Like, they are tweeting things, and I follow the whole spectrum of crazy right, crazy left, Mm -hmm. crazy middle, you know? Like, the full spectrum of people that I follow on Twitter, it's a nice blend, but I'm not going to take everyone at their word. So that's when I explore further. It's my responsibility to do so, in my opinion, um, you don't have to think that way. It's not your responsibility necessarily, but that's the way I feel about it. So yeah, I would say, you know, social media is one of those things that really impacts the way people are getting their news. Uh, the inability, a study came out and, uh, I don't want to guide people wrong. So a little later on in the episode, I will, uh, make mention to the link and with the exact numbers, but there was a study that came out about people who retweeted, articles media articles on twitter and it was something crazy like 70 percent of the people did not read the article they just retweeted it well yeah they just they probably see the headline yeah so that's you know that's your responsibility to be informed before you can make a comment or spread you know potential hashtag fake news to other people Mm -hmm. you need to yeah, do the research. You know, do yourself. the research. Read the, read now, have, the freaking article. Have I uh, have I ever told you the story about the woman who six in ten? This is a Washington Post article. Six in ten of you will share a link without reading it. Did I tell you about the girl who shared a link on Facebook that was an Onion article five six years ago? The article said this Black Friday was the bl- the bloodiest Black Friday of of all time in the history of Black Fridays, and it said two hundred thousand people died. And I just, I'm laughing so hard because obviously it would be over, it would be on every news cycle that 200, 200,000 people got killed and stomped, 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 tramp, trampled, trampled to death. 
And I'm just like, this is nonsense. How could anybody believe that? Well, anyways, um, it was from The Onion, and uh, I kindly replied that she checked the source of her information because it wasn't correct. Are you sure it wasn't correct? I was absolutely... Did anyone fact check it? I think Snopes did. Who? Snopes. Leslie Nope. Uh, oh, by the way, I found the, the quote that I was telling you about earlier. If you are not a liberal at 25, you have no heart. If you are not a conservative at 35, you have no brain. Interesting. Because I know a lot of older liberals. I, yeah, and I, whenever I read that, that's the first thing I thought about. Was and a lot of younger older. liberals. And a lot of liberals in general. As we saw from this past election in 2016, they definitely outnumber conservatives. Do they? Oh, yeah. I mean, the, the popular vote. Oh, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. like not even close, but yeah, you're right. Hey, it is what it is. Broken system, blah blah blah. I mean, it's the same system it's always been. True that, yo. Not that we agree with it. Now, I think that there might be a council of elders situation <laughs> that we should do behind the scenes. I, I don't know. I mean, we could we could talk about that in a later episode. But you know, the the fact of having one president, and you know, you might make the argument that the president adheres to. Uh, a council already, right? Like you have your your uh, security, or sorry, your your executive branch, your judicial branch. No, that, that's your, not what I'm saying. Like the head of the military, the head of maybe like um, health. Yep, Saddam Hussein. No, Bin Laden. He's dead. Both of them. That's what you think. That's what the media has reported. <laughs> but can you believe it? We dropped their, one of the bodies in the in the water. So. Is that true? <laughs> yeah. Osama bin Laden, when we killed him. Where'd we dump it? In the ocean. So how do we know he's actually dead? Well, there you go. Oh, I just told you. shit. Uh, episode 26 will be... <laughs> Osama bin Laden. <laughs> Where'd you go? <laughs> Where'd you go? You want to start a Twitter account tweeting as Osama bin Laden? Oh, my God. We should do that. Let's nah, do let's not do that. I don't want to get <laughs> fired from work because I'm tweeting out, you know, nonsense. They'll never know. Um, maybe we'll do conspiracy theories on oh, episode. I love conspiracy. That's just fun stuff. Okay. It's basically if you're into conspiracy theories, watch Fox Fox News. <laughs> That's true though. The QAnon thing. Have you heard about that? That's getting pushed by the by the right wing. Uh, what do you call them? Baghdad. But nope. Right wing. Right wingers. Crazies. No, I don't know. Nazis. But if you there's this there's this guy that's been going on 4chan. Do you know what 4chan is? Yes. You know Reddit. Well, you, 4chan. Dark web. Yeah. Okay, so there's this guy named Q, and he asks all these questions and presents all this information like he's this undercover FBI agent who's just been disclosing information to the public uh, anonymously. And people think that Trump is, like, secretly taking down these pedophile rings and doing all this stuff. Yeah. I remember you mentioning something, because we got really into it during the 2016 election with all the... The scandal that there was between Trump and Hillary, yeah. you know, both of them. Yes. Largely at fault for their own shortcomings. Um, you know, it was, you know, that was it. There were these messages on Reddit that were stemming from people on 4chan posting. Mm -hmm. I wouldn't, I don't even go on Reddit to begin with. Reddit's not um, that bad, though. But 4chan, gosh, no. I would never even oh, think about. Oh, absolutely not, dude. Would never, ever even never type that into your web browser or ever. Eight, 8chan yeah that's even worse um it's like that's like that's digging. where people murder people yeah Li like that's not like no joke web. probably like not the dark kidding web. oh um, well, i don't want to go on a whole pretty sure about that. i have a good story about it 
Yeah, definitely check your facts with what we're saying because we're a podcast. But and if you're getting your news from a podcast, reevaluate your life. Um, <laughs> well, I don't know. Radio Lab does, unless it's our podcast. But there are like legitimate cases of people posting about their murders on 4chan, oh, or yeah, 8chan, and then eventually they are caught, and you know that's where it comes to light that they were actually posting real well, factual information. Well, I remember about my buddy saying that he would go on all the time and then there was an active chase for this guy. He was he kept releasing information because he thought it was a, a fun game to to give people clues of where he was at. So he had footage and released evidence and then he was just like, "All right, find me." And he obviously hit his IP address and then did all this nonsense and then people were actively trying to locate this guy. I guess he said the FBI contacted some people to help them from the website because they were doing such a good job. But I don't, I don't know if that's true. Weird. Anyways, uh, we, we are way down the rabbit hole right now. Totally. Um, getting back on the media. I guess that's some sort of media. It's a, it's some social media. I guess is Reddit. Yeah. Social media. I was going to consider individuals yeah. are posting, um, and like you were saying, posting links to articles that may not be factual and not getting checked and then we got down this rabbit hole was there there was a couple things that i felt like we needed to cover maybe we haven't touched on yet and one of the things was whenever i was i was bringing up the the idea of looking into multiple types of information so remember when i was talking about the different you know getting politics and then getting technology information and health and all this how much are we obliged obliged to dig into this stuff is it i mean do we even have to read the news on a day-to-day basis is it our obligation as a citizen of the united states to learn about what what's going on you know with all of the parties in the government and what's what's good what's bad you know holding people accountable tracking them down making sure that we inform other people so they vote correctly i mean like how far do you go with this forever i mean some people would say you should be an activist and then you should inform other people and then i say how do you know that your opinion's right you don't you well you might if you have the data maybe if you have the facts on your side but but i think generally um in this day and age people argue facts yeah two plus two is four no it's not yeah. How do you know that? Well, I don't know. Mathematical proofs. <laughs> That's yeah. Science about is, as good as it gets. It's crazy how science has become an issue now, right? Um, when it comes to gender, <laughs> Gen- gender, but gender, and then even climate change. I mean, you can you can really go left and right. You know, you want to go left or right. Neither are real. Gender doesn't exist. It's fabricated. Because Just it's like a social construct. Same with race. Social construct to further divide the population so that. You know, the people who have power can keep it. It's probably true. Conspiracy theory. You I like mean, you like how I did that? I, Pretty good, right? I mean, I've heard that argument before. Oh, yeah, definitely. I, I think there's weight to it. That's, I mean, that is. And, and then you... And at then the end of the day, <laughs> at the end of the day, we're all human. And so they said, oh, we're well, going to be this gender and you're going to be this race. And uh, you can... You know, get in a group with people of that gender and people of that race, and then you won't be able to agree with the other people of different genders and different races, and we're going to be able to keep our power. And that's it. Maybe. They've separated a majority into a minority, and now they still rule. Divide and conquer, and they divided, and that is it. Conspiracy. 
Anyway, what were we talking about? Sorry about that. I don't that. know what just happened. You just so went you, on some. You asked about gender. No, I was just saying that science is is being questioned in this day and age because mm. you were you were talking about arguing facts, mm. and I agree. It's because it comes down to what facts apply to your argument. Do you withhold inf- Do you withhold you facts? Nice. Or are you even count? Does this even count as a fact to this argument, or is it? You're applying the facts wrong. It doesn't, yeah. or you're interpreting it wrong. It's like selective. It, is. It, just, it really is. Yeah, selective presentation, and that's what I was getting at earlier with the media corporations and their presentation of select information. They're presenting facts and figures that support their argument, as opposed to presenting a full story. You know, even if it's you know nine out of the ten facts support your argument. And there's one outlier of a fact that is kind of like... Omitted. Yeah. They just omit it as opposed to even presenting just, well, it. No, like, yeah, for them it's like there's no point of even having uh, something that challenges our argument because it outweighs the bad. And it's like, well, people need to know what the bad is. They don't need to know what all the good is. It's like you need to know... Like, all right. And I'm going to bring this up because it's very controversial. Immigration. I'm not going to go into what it is or like what my opinion or stance is What's on What's immigration? It. Or, you know what I mean? Yeah. Um, but whenever you have one side just saying, every like, this is ridiculous, like, no one should be allowed, like, we should have open borders, and then you have the other side that's being like, no, like, screw those people and, like, leave them over there, and then you're like, okay, let's put the positives and the negatives on the table. Let's just do that for everything. It doesn't matter what let's make it a is. pros and cons list. And then let's outweigh it, because at the end of the day, I think the decision that you have to make is... It is the path where the least amount of people get hurt from it. Mm. Probably for everything, you know? I, I don't know if that's right, but that's how I've been. I've been thinking about that recently, and I that's, that's really what itches me is that. It would be so nice if that's the way it worked. It, well, it would be nice until it affects you in a way. Right, but that, that's what people need to understand. And I'm, I'm a pretty easygoing guy, and like being able to kind of accept things that don't go your way. Like you have to understand that not everything is going to go your way. Yeah. And that's what the people on the different political sides don't understand. And they can't like get over the fact everyone has to be all on board with, us. with, yeah, like they have their everything. line of thinking and that is it. That yeah. is all There's that no they negotiating. understand. It's like, this is how we should live life. And it's like, right. not everyone thinks like that. Everyone yeah. is different and everyone has their prior, their, Priorities, their preferences. Oh, if you, if you find me, and maybe we'll talk politics, like official politics, on another episode. If you're out and about, and we're in public somewhere, ask me about abortion sometime because that's where I have an opinion. I'm not going to talk about it on the podcast, but I have an opinion on a very controversial subject that I think is, you know, right down the middle. You can be right down the middle. You you know, and appease to different you know people it's it's a fair assessment of the way that the system should work and you know it'll benefit everyone it's not a it's not black and white it's 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 a gray area and it's pretty easy to understand if you can actually see that there is gray it's not no abortion yes abortion and but anyway well i think and i'll just touch on this before we wrap it up is just I think a lot of people think the way that we think in that they they have stances that they feel are borderline between the two. Mm. And I think most people are rational, but those people also don't speak out. Yeah. And I don't speak out 
you know, maybe a lot of us are easygoing and we're just like, you know, things will things will work out the way they should work out, and then we just don't do anything. And maybe that's maybe that is our fault because like, we're the silent majority and or something I, like I that. I think the toughest part about it is the way that it's presented. You know, with the media involved, you have your moderate candidates out there from a political standpoint, but that's not what that's not what's going to sell. That's not going to sell anywhere. It's not going to sell within your political party if you're a moderate. No Republican is going to elect you. If you're a moderate, no Democrat is going to elect you out of the primary. And then, you know, you're not making headlines because you're not taking a controversial stance. So the media plays a factor in that. You know, it's definitely a problem. Um, the political parties not understanding and talking to one another and, you know, continuing to be ignorant on facts that are presented uh, by the media, um, you know, selective, their, their spin uh cause problems that's that's a big issue so anyway uh stay aware investigate be open to new ideas and ways of thinking and understanding and uh choose your news sources wisely yeah i i highly suggest everyone reevaluate the way they look look into the or listen to the news or read the news like just think about every time you you go to an article or something just be like all right now why did i click on that you know, I read a, sport, a sports article today because I like sports, and sports kind of ke- keep me going day to day. Or I'm reading Kim Kardashian's book, whatever. I don't know. Yeah, you but then, would. But, uh, <laughs> but you know, even your new stuff, it's like, you know, why did I click on this article? You know, do I feel comfortable with the information I'm getting? Who is from? And I'm not saying it's wrong. I'm just saying think about it. You know, maybe maybe you'll realize that you're doing something that uh, that you want to change. You know, who knows? Right on. Just be just be cognizant of the information that you're consuming. I like it, Steve. Yeah. So not that we're like of, the gatekeepers. But. Speaking of inf- information that you're going to be consuming, I'd like to take a minute to talk about the new segment that we will be presenting. Oh, we have a new segment coming up in season two. Okay. There you go. Oh, do we have another thing that's coming in season two? We have many things. Oh, I'm excited. So first, we're going to start with the podcast. We are going through a bit of a rebranding podcast is going to remain the same my shot of life but it's going to be presented by mischievous media hey, you got it right this time i got it right really sometimes proud. i have a, a trouble pronouncing mis- mischievous mischievous uh so we are kind of rebranding under the name mischievous or mischievous media i like it I like um it. we've got a couple projects that we're going to talk about later in the works uh, including uh, this podcast, My Shot of Life, along with a YouTube version of the My Shot of Life podcast, available for your viewing pleasure. Yeah, it's going to be on getting some pretty much two white dudes talking about the oh, wait, same are you stuff. White or you're Italian? I'm Ita- really Italian. I'm Mediterranean really technically. White. Yeah, I guess I don't know. So- society. Society wants me to believe that I'm white. Society tells me that I'm white. But in reality, I'm, like, European. Yeah. Well, I thought Italian was, like, some sort of something else. Mediterranean. Uh, if you're not Sicilian, what's the I'm other? Neapolitan. Italian? Neapolitan. From That's Naples. Like, you're, like, a type of ice cream. A delicious type of ice cream. A variety of strawberry, vanilla, and chocolate for your... Consumption. Consumption. Tasting pleasure. Um, you can call me the Neapolitan... Cream master. Oh, no, thank you. The, <laughs> the Neapolitan Ninja. Okay, Dude. that's fair. There you go. With that's the my Bruce, new nickname. With the Bruce Lee poster um, there. Uh, so the new segment we're presenting on the podcast, upcoming in season two, 
is a special one for me because I came up with it. And honestly, we didn't really talk about this much other than the fact that we agreed that it would be a good segment. But it is for your knowledge, everyone. It's called Idioms with Idiots. Stephen and I being the idiots. Oh, we are? And idioms being a group of words established by usage as having a meaning not deductible, deducible (laughs) from those of the individual words. Example, rain, cats, and dogs. Oh, man, we should get on... um, So we are going to be presenting to you each week one or two new idioms or phrases of words and explain where they came from and what they actually mean. You know what we should do? What should we We do? We should interview a foreigner. Ferner. A foreigner, the idiom. But then we're inferring that the foreigner is an idiot. No, well, yeah. (laughs) Would we have to rebrand, rename the segment? (laughs) We would. Um, that would be funny, though. I feel much better calling myself an idiot as opposed to Yeah, no, to I know. Okay. Um, I like the idea. Um, we'll see how season two goes. No more toilet talk. What no more that? toilet talk. So before we get into the rest of our new introductions for season two, we are going to hit on our last toilet talk. The final... Flush. Episode 25 of season one containing toilet talk. What's this week's episode? This about? week's episode's topic is brought to you by toilet cleaner. Scrub your butt, scrub your gut, and scrub your mutt. Mutt. <laughs> brought to you by Tourette's. Whoa. Brought to you by toilet cleaner. Generic, not sponsored. Okay. This week's episode is what you will do around your significant other in the bathroom. So, Stephen, you have a significant other. I I'm going to be really detailed with mine because I... Does your mom count? Don't even... No, no, that <laughs> doesn't mean, count. with me. Gross. So, Stephen. Yes, I actually live with my significant other right now. And um, so you're you're asking me... How far? How far does it go? How far does it go? Do you brush your teeth? Oh, absolutely. While she's taking a tinkle? Do you uh, have a separate bathroom set up? I know your new apartment has two bathrooms, so that's pretty nice. All right, so I'll break this down. Um, using the bathroom, that's both, that's peeing. We'll say doing the number one in front of your partner, and that's for both of us. Like door open. Door open, you know. wide open. Mm. The partner's laying in bed, brushing their teeth, doing something else. Um, very open. You know, obviously a girl sit down. Um, what? For, huh? I didn't know that. Shut up. <laughs> and then guys sit down. <laughs> You're, why are you implying that there's only two genders, Steven? My girlfriend sits down. <laughs> I stand up. Now, uh, Now, for obvious reasons, for a girl it's more... We'll, we'll we'll try to find a better word, but I'll say traumatic. Okay. No, just kidding. Obviously, you have st- stuff showing when you're a guy. Sure. Um, so she's she's giving a little bit more, um, in in this deal than I am. Mm. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like she has just no one wants to see, see that. Yeah, not even the guy cares to see what's going on down there. So we're very open with that. Now, when it comes to number two, we do have two different bathrooms, and I we encourage. The other using the other bathroom mm. for number two. Respect. Smart. That's nice. You know, leave it in there. Let let it let the fumes settle. 
you know, let the damage be done on the other battlefield, the battlefield outside of our country. <laughs> nice. Um, and, and <laughs> that was a good shot. Well done. Uh, anyways, our bathroom normally isn't the battle zone mm. unless, you know, someone's in the other bathroom or... Um, you got guests coming over. Yeah, you know. guests coming over. Now, I will say that if we're at home by ourselves, then, it, you know, the the uh, master bathroom is kind of like the home ground, like the home team advantage, you right. know what I mean? You know, your partner's not there, you yeah. just kind of... Yeah, that's just like the ideal place to be at. Mm. And then, you know, the other person might get home, and then you're like, oh, well, something happened here. But no, number two, does not happen. Um, obviously... The doors never open. Doors always closed. Fans typically on. Um, yeah, so try to keep it as discreet as possible. Obviously, we know that the other person does that. We're not completely ignorant to the fact that a girl poops. Girls do poop. Just no, like they piddle. Do. They don't poop. They piddle. They piddle. Is that like a rabbit? Yep. Um, I learned something. There you go. Look <laughs> no. that one up. No, but Reddit uh, that. Yeah. So uh, yeah, that's it. I mean, that's really it. I think we're very res- respectful. I don't know many couple that do do the number two with the door open. I don't. Re- yeah, I don't like that. That's. Uh, I'm not. I'm not familiar. Uh, being a single guy and having been single for a good bulk of my career as a human, um, that's that's it. it. It's more about respect as opposed to like even knowing someone or like being with someone for a certain amount of time. I don't, um, I don't know many people who use the bathroom with the door wide open yeah, ever. Yeah. Even if you're at home by yourself, you don't do yeah. that. Yeah. I mean, like, as comfortable as I am with anyone else, regardless of whether or not it's my significant other, it's like doors closed pretty much all the time. Um, having a dog, you know, constantly wanting to be around you is troublesome. Uh, I've just gotten used to dealing with the whining when I, when I close the door. Uh, it's not my significant other, but... You know, uh, it is what it is. Uh, and that's about it. I feel like, you know, just me being me, I will not ever be comfortable um, around someone else being in the same room as me while I'm trying to do my business. I mean, number about, number what, one, not a big okay. deal. Number two, definitely, like, no one wants to... I don't even want to be around myself when I'm doing that. Yeah. Like, why would I this is like one of those ever think about... Out. Yeah, if you have one bathroom and, you know, you're pressed for time, you're getting ready in the morning, like, you got to do what you got to do. But, you know, for the most part, it's about respect of the other person, um, and that's it. That's Today's that. other sponsor, Poo-Pourri. Spray your toilet and make it smell good. But also definitely not a sponsor, so. Um, yeah, but that's a good thing to have in your bathroom is just having some nice poo-pourri, having some Febreze. Be respectful, you know, if you're going to damage you know, the sanctity of of the the uh, innocent bathroom. Make sure you repair it in some way and uh, make sure there's some clean That's scent. respectful. Yes. That is respectful. And before we transition into our... Transition. One of our uh, last segments, Verses, will be continuing in Season 2 uh, with more exciting and controversial topics and also most likely food-related topics because that and, seems to be the easiest one to do. And uh, we highly recommend all our listeners or any of our listeners to reach out with any topic ideas in the future for verses or maybe even idioms, you know? If I think you have, have a, a good idiom yeah. that you don't know the 
origin of or you do yeah, you're too lazy and you want to, to inform us you're too lazy to look it up on google but then not lazy enough to just email us <laughs> yeah go for <laughs> we'll, it we're we'll happy it. to provide that content to all of our millions and millions of listeners uh but before we get into verses steven wanted to tell you all the exciting news about our next venture with mischievous media i'm pregnant uh it's your baby uh, <laughs> is that a surprise okay you can so anyway go ahead steve all right so mischievous media a uh, production company name that we recently came up with uh we've had some ideas we've been spitballing over the past six nah three months maybe yeah, three months and we um, are really excited to start watching Adam Sandler movies. Yeah, that's right. Woo. Oh, man, that's so exciting. Um, everyone loves Adam Sandler movies. They're obviously really bad. Um, and we hope that you disagree with us because actually we, we don't care. We really don't care. But we're going to watch all the Adam Sandler movies. We're going to name it Sandler Cinema. Or are we going to do something else? Sure, that sounds fine. Sandler Cinema, the lost segment of Sandler I don't know. We're going to do some Adam variation Slander. of that. Adam Slandler cinema. Slander? Slander? Slander. Yeah. So anyways, we're going to watch. Um, we don't know how frequently we're going to be putting these out yet. Uh, we are still in the preliminary phases of the process. But the goal is to watch every Adam Sandler movie, rank it, discuss it, talk about the ins and outs, maybe even the budgets of it, but talk about how good, how bad, and... Uh, just give you guys another nice little entertainment uh, piece in your your weekly commute or uh, weekly, um, you know, video consumption. That's right, coming at you on a video. Yeah, we'll have a we'll have Via a video. YouTube. That's right. Put on YouTube. Uh, we'll put on Vimeo. We'll put on Pornhub. We'll have probably it not going to make Pornhub. We could put it on Pornhub. Really? Yeah, people do that with movie trailers all the time. Is there any? reason i see that? i see memes about it a lot and i see it on reddit where people just do it and it's just really funny um but okay. hey we, we could do it all right you know we're not that's an untapped market i mean yeah who knows you yet. could be searching around for something she mails you know something <laughs> <laughs> gross and come across uh sandler cinema and you're like maybe maybe you're sexually you have this fantasy that you're sexually attracted to adam sandler and you come across our video and you're like, that is, that's what this I needed. Is exactly what I was looking for. A, an hour long video or 45 minute long video while I'm, yeah, I'm not going <laughs> to so paint anyway. that picture. Anyway, so we're really excited to start this out. Um, we're both learning some editing tools and uh, as soon as we get a hold of, and, of that information, we'll start putting together video and uh, hopefully have it out in the fall of 2018. So really excited about that. Whoop, whoop. So follow us along for our adventure. Should be a fun one. Yeah. If you've been around for season one, follow us through season two and onto the YouTubes. Tell your friends. Where you can watch our videos of the podcast and also the new Mischievous Media channel where we will be presenting our various cinematic adventures with Adam Sandler. To come, we have some great ideas uh, outside of that as well, where we will be involving Mischievous Kitchen, a food channel, uh, where we will be doing nothing exciting, but that's what sells these days, right? So that is our media outlet for your consumption. You can fact check us if you want, but what you can't fact check is whether or not Marvel or DC are better than the other. 
Versus. Versus. Um, what is better, Vic? DC's better. Is it better? Way better. Well, why is it better? IMO. IMO? I- well, IMHO. DC. Oh, uh, well. This is going to be a tough one because, obviously, Batman carries a lot of weight on the DC side. He does. Listen, listen, listen. First. I mean, Before, we're being so honest. One word, DC or Marvel. Are you asking my opinion? Yes. I don't know yet. Okay, so I, I want to be on the record as I'm a rational human being, okay? I prefer and think that DC is the better of the two. Mm. However, I can concede I'm not a crazy lunatic. I mean, this is an extremely divisive group of people. I mean, these are the true oh, geeks of society that... This is the end. They hate each other if this they're is the on the SJW side. of comic books. It's just unreal to me that you can legitimately hate. Like, you can't appreciate it. I appreciate Marvel. I bow to their cinematic universe. I mean, yeah. the success that they've had, the ability to produce quality entertainment and quality movies on the Marvel side cannot be argued. Those are some of the biggest selling movies of all time. And. You know, you just can't argue with that. However, I prefer DC. The superheroes, to me, are better, in my opinion. And, uh, I mean, how can you argue with with uh, the Justice League? Well, do you Pretty want me great. to pick it? Do you, want me, do you want me to do battle with you as a Marvel non-fan, but just for the sake of versus today? Because I, I really sit on the fence, and I only say that because Batman holds so much weight with DC that if Batman didn't exist, then it would be an easy Marvel. I mean, they had the three... I mean, if we're just talking movies, they had the three, what is it, Dark Knight, Dark Knight Rises. Well, they also had probably one of the best directors of our generation directing them. Michael Bay? (laughs) I wish. That was a joke. If only... It was a joke. Christopher Nolan putting out the trilogy. Actually, the third one was not... Christopher Nolan. No, it was. It just wasn't my my liking as much as the obviously the dark knight was probably the best comic book movie you'll ever get mm. until infinity war 5 comes out lame um i can't really i'm going to say marvel to it. i i am only conceding marvel's cinematic dominance because it of the critical reviews and also i mean the money that they make i have sure. never actually gone to see that's your problem. Uh, it's I've all seen, on Netflix. I've seen all three Batman films, not in the theater, but you know, throughout my time as a human. Well, what about the Batman movies before the Nolan trilogy? Um, if you want to talk about bad Batman movies, yeah, but Batman was still exciting. I mean, I really enjoyed the show in the was this the sixties? Yeah. With Adam, oh, with Adam West. Adam West, dude. I really enjoyed the movie with Adam it West. It was very comic. Like, I, I think mean, it, like they would flash on the screen, pow and bam and stuff yeah. when he punched people. And it was very, very entertaining in a, like a childlike manner. So when I was watching those reruns as a kid, you know, that was great. I think the thing with those movies, with, with, sorry, not the movie, with the show is that it was very self-aware, right? Even though it was, oh, let me pull out my can of shark spray for my utility belt. It's like, dude, and, and I think they're in on the joke too, you know, because mm. the shark looks super fake, and then obviously the wham and the pal stuff is just over the top, and then they never really show anybody getting hit. So I think they were always in on the joke, 
which made that series amazing. That was a great series. And I don't think there was any other... I couldn't name any other comic book series that was like that in the 60s or 70s. Or I mean, obviously, they made The Incredible Hulk um, with Lou Ferrigno. I think that was in the 80s, mm-hmm. and I don't recall that being spectacular. Yeah. Do you think, you know, just given the day and age that we are in now, that Marvel kind of gets the nod from a lot of people because of what it puts out? In a yeah. digital perspective, Absolutely. whereas back in the day, you know, you yeah, you had television, but that's you pretty much had television. You didn't have huge budget movies with all these explosives and stuff, and you know, you had to rely on the content of the comic books, you know, more so than the popularity of the movies. Yeah, but I again, I'll come back to what propag what is it propagates? Is that the word I'm looking for? Pro- like propagates. propels? What propels yeah. DC is just the Joker. And Batman, I mean, at the end of the day, that's that's what it boils down Greatest to. Greatest rivalry of now, all time. Now, D or now, Marvel has Spider Man, and Spider Man's a good character, dude. The movies that was Marvel's like questionable time. Yeah. They had some good ones. Mm-hmm. They had some bad ones with Spider Man. I think they kind of the more recent got one, back have you on seen track that one? with Homecoming. Yeah, that was a good movie. Um, again, haven't seen it, but just based on critical acclaim and comment, it seemed to you know get back in the game of things. it was it was um but i think so i'll that's why i'll add that i think marvel's the best um they've i haven't caught up with any i don't watch any of their tv shows um but they have the content out there uh tons of movies tons of tv shows video games i loved x-men video games i mean that rolls under marvel x-men's really cool mm-hmm. or I, I thought it used to be obviously hugh jackman is Wolverine was probably his huge jacked man. Huge jacked man as the Wolverine was his just I mean he was such was a popular role, character yeah. that he got his own spin-off. Multiple oh, yeah, movies. Multiple, yeah, exactly. He had three or four movies. Uh so that I mean that probably between him and Spider-Man, man, they just really take the cake for me. Um if if you could present me a good argument for another really good super, superhero in the DC realm, I would be open. I think DC's kind of hit it out of the park recently with their, you know, Netflix and television stuff. And Marvel's kind of gotten on that level. But I think it was DC who really started with Green Arrow and The Flash, uh, their own series on the CW. And that was kind of big. So they kind of beat Marvel to the punch in and that sense. And they even sense. have Supergirl. Yeah. And and they have multiple, you know, spinoffs. And they all mm-hmm. exist in the same universe. The so they have crossovers and stuff. That's a new thing. Um, They're doing so, a new Teen Titans TV show. Have you seen that? I have not. I know they have a movie called Teen Titans Go Movie. Yeah, but that's a cartoon. This is actual like a rate, rated R, rated mature TV show for CW. Ooh, that could be good. I did like Teen Titans. Teen Titans was ahead of its time, the animated version. Yeah, it um, was good. It was and good. they actually rebranded as Teen Titans Go, and it took on a much more lighthearted feel. It was very much more cartoonish, uh, and that's what this recent movie is. Uh, but the new television show, if it takes that dark you know, Teen Titans on the CW, if it's ready to the MA, it's going to be Oh, yeah, they say, good. he says the F word in the trailer. Right. So I'm thinking, I'm like, okay, where are they going to show this TV show at? Yeah. Are they going to show it like at midnight? When so all the kids are going I'm there? definitely a DC guy. Um, I enjoy it. As far as collectibles, that's kind of what I go for. I just like the character designs a little better. As I look at one of your Flash across the, that's right. across the room. That's right, he's sitting there. The is new that, 52 Flash. Is that Barry Allen? I don't know. Is Barry Allen Flash? That's yeah, sure. Yeah, Flash, Gordon. I was thinking of who is who is the Green Lantern. 
But there's multiple speaking of, those, of like speaking Jordan. of Green Lantern, and this isn't who is the Green Lantern. This is who has played the Green Lantern. Victor, have you we're played get, the Green Lantern? We're going to get have into the one Green controversial Lantern. topic here: the Ryan Reynolds effect. I haven't seen it. You ready? So Ryan Reynolds played the Green Lantern in the DC mm-hmm. movie, The Green Lantern. He then flopped terrible, not a great movie. He then jumped ship and is now best known as Deadpool, part That's of right. the Marvel Cinematic Universe. And he's a good Deadpool. So how do you feel about that, Stephen? Do you Amazing. think he's he's, you know, is it akin to, you know, cheating on your lover? No. Should he be murdered? Nope, because the Green Lantern movie has nothing to do with any of the uh, DC Cinematic Universe. But what about people who are going to see that movie and then associate Ryan Reynolds with the Green Lantern and then they're going to be like, oh my gosh. But no one's going to see that movie. Yeah, you're probably right. (laughs) Because that movie just disappeared. Anyway, if you ever hear this, Ryan Reynolds, um, no, here's another one. That's all. Come on the show sometime. If if, If you knew that, I wonder if you knew this, Chris Evans. Don't know who that is. Chris Pine? Chris Evans, who plays Captain America, mm. also played the uh, Human Torch in the oh gosh in the two thousand and four <laughs> whatever it was Fantastic Fantastic Four. Four. Good gracious! Now there is a movie franchise that has flopped. They've rebooted oh, that like they, two or three times, and it not, has flopped every it's time. It's not any good. No one cares about it. I've never wanted to see it. I think no I did one, see the first one the one likes the Fantastic Four. It's if you just, want to watch a superhero movie. That's actually decent. Incredibles and Incredibles too. There oh, you go. That's Marvel then, right? Because it's Disney. Yeah. Oh, there you go. They have Huge Jackman. They have Spider Man. They have Deadpool, and they have the Incredibles. Incredibles. There you go. All right. So, so that's our versus segment for the day. DC sucked and lost. That's not true. DC is. They, well, well, has its we're not qualities. done yet. Let's talk about video games real quick. Uh. What's the Injustice? That What's that one? Oh, yeah, that's right. That's DC. Also, let's talk about animated, too, because DC, DC destroys yes, Marvel in that's animated point, series. The Justice League has been around for ages, and the content that they produce, yeah, it's mostly direct-to-DVD, direct-to-Blu-ray, mm-hmm. but like, it's actually quality. What is it? Injustice for All? Or it's just called Injustice, Gods Among Gods well, Among not the, Us. Not the game. The, uh, the animated stuff, I think, is like Injustice for All was one of their first animated oh, movies for the, for justice, the justice league, league. that okay. was like i mean critical acclaim really like, amazing and yeah. i mean they do make the best animation movies i haven't i mean obviously there's other marvel movies that are cartoon but i don't hear anyone talking about them um i think again dc started out with batman the animated series that was huge. That was a critical movie. Batman uh, Beyond. Got Batman Beyond was big. That, so this was like That's between the, the 90s was, and the early yeah, 2000s. That was all the stuff that was picked up that we watched as kids and yeah. teens. And and then now I couldn't tell you. I couldn't tell you any. I, get, I think they did a they did a Superman TV show, which never watched. Mm. I always thought Superman was boring. I'm not a big fan of Superman. Uh, and then they did a Superman and Batman series for like a year or two. And then I think they did a Justice League with the same. They did a Batman actors. Scooby-Doo series. They there did go. with Adam West. Good stuff. Uh, but uh, obviously we didn't watch, or we haven't read many of the comic books, so I couldn't speak on that end and tell you what's what's good, what's bad. But from a video game standpoint... I don't, I don't know. I mean, those aren't the types of video games that I play. Really? You uh, play the N64 have, Superman game? Because that game 
sucked. Oh, I it was. I do so have bad. quite a number. I've actually been inventorying my vintage uh, video game collection recently, and I actually have for Super Nintendo. I have a Batman game, Captain America game. I have a uh, couple different Batman games for other Captain systems America as well. Game? Yeah, what game is that? Oh, it exists. It's just like Captain America for PS for SNES Super Nintendo. Huh. Um, oh, like a cartoon looking. I yeah, it's probably yeah, like a side yeah, scroller. Yeah. I remember those. Probably. Yeah, those were fun. Um, but yeah, all that kind of stuff is kind of cool to see. But from a video game perspective, I don't know much about any Marvel video games. To be honest with you, I hear Spider Man. You know, and they have a newer game that oh, has yeah, come it's out. Supposed to be is coming the out. best. But you know what gets its you know you get your money's worth with all the Arkham series from Batman. Mm-hmm. From what You're I understand, right. never played. It's not my style. I don't mm-hmm. like third person like that. But. Um, Listen to our last episode, number 24, on Vigi Games, and you will... Or 23. 24? 23. 23 on Vigi Games, and uh, you can learn about our favorite types of video games. Um, but yeah, I I mean, just from what I've seen and what's been advertised, and maybe this is... I have blinders on, mm-hmm. but DC, in my view, rules on the is, video games. Is it again because of Batman? Probably, yeah. I mean... They didn't make a Green Lantern. I'm pretty game. sure he's appeared in video games. I'm pretty sure Batman, like, if he has anything wrong with him, it's like he probably has, like, severe back problems because he's been carrying the DC name for oh, so yeah. long. Well, all right, so you had... Uh, we could go into the 90s, where you said you had the Captain America game. They had... Uh, they had remember the arcade systems how about this i've had x-men games we, too we played yeah and i think it was the x-men game that we played at boxcar that we beat that was ninja turtles yeah there was a game just like that it was a side scroller that was with x-men so there's that i think they may they may have had a spider-man one obviously he's also one of those that carries the franchise on his back i think iron man is a big character and and he drives in a lot of people too hmm. but uh you had you had this game in for PS2, can't remember the name of it right now off the top of my head. If you have it, uh, email us. You could, it was like you would get four people in a party, not like your friends, but you would have four different Marvel characters, and then you would fight all the people. It was like a dungeon game, almost like Diablo. And then at the end of the round, like you unlock new characters, and then you just like change your party around. So there was that game. That was pretty fun. There was an X-Men game based off the movie. The game was actually really good. The movie Obviously, was not. This, this, yeah, exactly. That movie sucked. And it had Ryan, Ryan Reynolds as Deadpool in that movie. How about that? Do you know that? Never heard of Fun one. fact. And uh, you have Spider-Man games that come out. But you don't have the fighting games like you did with Injustice. Injustice is the Gods Among Us uh, DC game. And that was really cool. So there aren't many games like that fighting game, which was pretty awesome. Oh, oh, oh. Last ooh, thing. Last ooh, thing. Ooh. I know I keep adding. Um, there was a Street Fighter versus Marvel game. Mm. Remember that? Capcom. Capcom, Capcom versus right. Marvel. Yeah. So that was a good game. That's uh, rumored, and it'll never happen, but rumored is one of the biggest crossovers of all time, is if they were to get a game together that was Capcom versus Marvel versus DC. That I had Ooh, heard... No one's going to sell that, the license. Yeah, that won't happen, but I had heard just do it that to do it, you know? You know, it would be a thing that would be really, just, just do really it. cool. We're giving you the permission. I mean, you got Mega Man, you've got Street Fighter. You got Ryu, Mega Man. What's the big Sentinel? Sentinel. Joker, Thanos, Galacticus. I'm just starting to make up names. 
Garfield. The Gargoyles from the TV show hit series Gargoyles. Solid. We should talk about that stuff at some point. <laughs> uh, Gargoyles versus Street Sharks. <laughs> Wasn't there another show that was kind of like that with an animal? Uh, there were the cats. The the uh, Thundercats. Nope. Uh, the, oh, Sky Cats. Top Cats. Top, it was called was it Top, Top Cats? Cats. Where they were in, they were. It was like Top Gun. And they cats. wore the little mask yep. things around their eyes. And yeah, yeah. yeah. Ridiculous. Nice. The shows of the nineties. We'll they do were that. So good. We need to do the man. shows of the nineties. Cartoon shows of the nineties. There you go. Anyway, or, that'll be our next verses. Let's wrap. Spoiler it up. alert. Okay, yeah, this episode's been very long. We appreciate you guys listening today. Let's fact like, check us on all of our facts from yeah. this episode. Well, I mean, whatever facts we have, we have a lot of strong opinions that ultimately carry no weight. But nonetheless, Victor, what? Speaking of opinions, Victor, what did you think of the whiskey? We had tonight the Old Forester Straight Statesman. Kentucky Straight Bourbon Whiskey uh, bottled exclusively for Statesman. Uh, it is 95 proof. You definitely get that, that it's a little bit stronger than the classic. Very sweet smell. Uh, 90 proof that you might be used to um, or even less 80 proof, whatever. I know Old Forester has a... We've had the 86 uh, proof, we've had the 100 proof, and now we're trying the 95 proof special bottle, Statesman. It is good, I would say. Um, By the time I got around to it, it was slightly watered down, but that's okay. That's, you know, like we've mentioned previously on the podcast, you drink whiskey and bourbon how you like to drink whiskey and bourbon. Don't let other people tell you how to do it. So I do it with a lump of ice, and it just happened to melt this time, but it was good. I enjoyed it. I have to say, uh, it's definitely mid-list for what it cost. Uh, I don't know if it's worth it. Worth it to try. I want to say it was, Ooh. you know, in the in the mid fifties um, okay. for the bottle. That seems like a lot. Uh, definitely a lot, but it is kind of a special edition statesman, you know, whatever. And they have other special editions. Old Forester does, but now how would you rate this uh, on a scale of one to Not- Infinity War? I would rate it at a 2.9. Really? Yes. You didn't like it? It was good. It's better than average. No, I know. Average is a 2.5. I mean, average is like... I just think like other factors involved in you know the overall flavor, cool, fine. But the fact that I had to pay $56 for this bottle yeah. is... You know. Well, since I didn't have to pay anything, I guess I'll have a less... <laughs> bias opinion on this now I thought I had it with, with ice as well um, but I can also understand where it says drink it neat because I got this really sweet flavor from it you know and I'm sure it would be a little bit more stronger without the uh, without the water diluting it so with that I thought it had a great aroma I thought it had a great flavor um, it was not you know how like some, some of the bourbons we've had can be a little bit bold this was the opposite of what you would mellow? call bold. Very mellow. I liked it. Uh, smooth. And like you said, it, it kind of hits you a little bit on the end. But, you know, that seems to be common among bourbons. Um, so there's no um, no adverse opinion on this one. I am going to actually give this. Vic's going to guess. Nope, that's incorrect. I'm going to give it a four. Whoa. I really enjoyed this. I could even. I feel like had I not wow. had ice, I, I would have enjoyed it just, just as much, maybe even more. Jeez. Um, and I might have to try it next time without ice. Well, there you go. That is uh 
you know, right there for you. We'll have that updated on the website when that's, the episode premieres. And that is it. Season one, guys. It's a wrap on season one. Stay tuned, everyone, for what is coming in the future through the mischievous media branch of our life, where we give you the My Shot of Life podcast along with the YouTube presentation of My Shot of Life and other mischievous media productions. So we appreciate you guys supporting the podcast, giving us a listen. Remember to subscribe to the podcast on iTunes so you can stay up to date on all of our content. If you feel so inclined, please rate and leave us a review. It really helps to drive our exposure. Don't forget to check out our website, myshotoflife.com, and coming soon, mischievousmedia.com. Also, give us a follow on social media, at MyShotOfLife on Twitter and Instagram. In addition to iTunes, please check out our SoundCloud and Stitcher, where we will be posting our episodes bi-weekly. Feel free to reach out to us through our various outlets with comments and suggestions on future episode topics, as well as different drinks to try and to rate. Well, should we, uh, we really appreciate you joining us during this nice little journey of Season 1. We hope that you continue to follow us, tell your friends, tell your family, look out for us on social media, look out for us on YouTube, keep up to date with the My Shot of Life crew and the mischievous future mischievous media entertainment. We hope that you drink responsibly and always remember, drinks are better with friends. Doom, 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 doom.